Get ready to be dazed and infused. Join sugar industry expert Latham Woodward for a happier hour each week for a lively and often hilarious discussion on the infusion of cannabis into food, beverages, and life. Explore exciting new culinary landscape trends with fascinating friends and guests who are leading the industry into the uncharted mainstream. Discover curated menus, enhanced cocktails, and live tastings. Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused. Good evening. Tonight, Dazed and Infused, we're once again broadcasting from the Palm Springs area. It's really nice to be down south, especially since I'm escaping the dreadful firestorm up north and smoke everywhere, no power what a terrible time it is up there. But it's not down here. It's very nice, despite the fire at the Getty Museum. But it is kind of a great time to be in the desert, right when everyone returns here. And tonight we have Christy Fisher. And Christy and I have had um, a business relationship in terms of our product, Shuggies, Shuggies.com, if you haven't checked it out already. And um, she has been a consultant to Shuggies and to Sense Distribution for a good part of a year, and we just love dealing with her. Hi, Christy. Hi, Lave. Thanks for having me tonight. You're welcome. It's wonderful seeing you here. So, Christy is the director of Culinary Solutions. I would call her founder and director of Culinary Solutions, bringing food science and care to the food industry, but now in the cannabis industry. Christy, I'm going to start you with a question about cannabis and what's your relationship to cannabis and how did you integrate it into your science and, and work? Well, actually, I, um, I started in mainstream manufacturing and product development many moons ago. And uh, once I finished up a product back in 2014, my partner at the time said, you know, we should really take our skill set and apply it into the cannabis market. And it's, you know, the, the skill set is needed and I think we could do some, some great work. And from there I said, okay, I knew nothing about it um, except from, uh, you know, social use and, but didn't know anything about using cannabis and food products. And I, we created uh, our brand back then, which was a beverage brand called Gondragra. Called Ganja Grinds. Uh, Ganja Grinds. You know, bottled beverages, coffees. Uh huh. Oh, yeah, right on. In bottles, yeah, though. In uh, bottles, prior to the can thing. Prior to the can thing, um, you know, the, mar- the edibles market has it's grown, you know, while it's still new. Um, yeah. You know, the technology is improving each and every year. Yeah, I'm but seeing some really interesting stuff coming, you know. It's right around the corner, isn't it? Interesting it is. new products. Some some incredible incredible products that are coming um, out of mainstream. You know, it's still resembling those mainstream markets. What was your first drink? Um, that one was it a higher dose? Was it like a fifty or a hundred, or was it just? Uh, they were they were so. I mean, they were so high dosed that. Only certain people could enjoy them. Yeah. You know, I think we had a, a, a 50 milligram. We had a 100 milligram. We were in three different states and everybody required something different uh, based on the consumer feedback. And right. California just needed those higher doses. 
That was back in the day when the higher dose was like, you couldn't even go into dispensary and talk to their sales team unless you had something that would just kick ass. I mean, that was the rule of thumb back then. It's not anymore, thank goodness, because um, people are starting to mature. The market's starting to mature. And, you know, for, uh, for in particular from our product, Shuggies, is women, um, typically, they're a great new adopter group, and um, they, they don't want high dose. None of them. I, it's pretty amazing how little of a demographic that they say they want a high dose. It's all five or 10 max. Is that what you found too? Oh, absolutely. The, the microdosing has been, um, I would say, the breakout, the leader in, in the edible uh, space. Right. You know, a couple of years ago when you were dosing your, your edibles so high, it, you didn't bring on any new users. No, so it was impossible. That it, was were impossible. New to, it was impossible. Only people that were seasoned cannabis users could consume the products that were on the market. And that's who was buying them. And so it, it totally alienated this entire new market of people who were cannabis curious, who maybe didn't want to drink anymore or were looking to do, you know, replace their medications with a cannabis product, but they were just too scared to try it. Or they had tried they something you know, they, and got a bad experience because that's the big killer. And for any the problem. bad experience kind of shaped their vision of it. That's something I never really understood. And I think you and I have talked about this in the past is um, how there was seemed to be a lack of perception about the actual market that the people were in. Uh, I'm always stunned by a group certainly that still exists out there that thinks this, you know, it's nothing unless it's 50 milligrams of THC in it. I mean, I, I find that thinking just old and it, it doesn't really help the gro- the greater cannabis population, which is people 21 to hundred, right? Or older, it doesn't matter. But if you get people Correct. whacked out of their brain on a superdose, they're not coming back, right? Very unlikely. They're not coming back and they're not trying anything else. And no. they don't want to know about it. They don't want to learn about it. It right. was just too scary for them. You know, and yeah. I don't blame them. I don't they blame don't them. want to hear the explanation in other words, right? They did. They just Correct. like, I had a bad experience and I'm not going to do this anymore. You know, and that's just. Correct. That way of thinking is so archaic. Um, and so they never want to push forward and learn more about what the plant can actually do for them. Yeah. And I often bring up the Everclear argument, right? It's like, if you go to a bar, you're not going in asking for a shot of Everclear and then two more, right? So why would you go for a 50 milligram, um, brownie? The other night I heard about a a woman I was talking to and she said she got a cookie that was a hundred milligrams. And this is like two years ago. And she cut it into quarters and then she did the classic stoner move, you know, just like gobbled the whole thing. And it, would, it ruined yeah. her weekend, you know, because she wasn't a cannabis user. So <laughs> nobody wants that experience. That's for sure. What, what do you think um, the well, trends are coming up? Uh, the trends? Uh, Within the well, edible Obviously, space. gummies have hit the market as far as the edible category. Edibles and beverages haven't even seen their, hay, their, their heyday yet. No. Right. They I mean, it's, have it's increased going to be safe their way. market share. Yeah, they've increased their market share from one billion to four billion um, in North America, and they're still rising. People don't want to smoke anymore. They, you know, so I think edibles has hasn't even seen its 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 heyday yet. Yeah, and we have, we don't even what need I, to bring up the vape thing. No, we don't. I mean, it's you know, there's there's products out there that are being tailor made for those 
cannabis curious people that, you know, want to consume an, an edible. They may want to have more than one because show me somebody that can eat just one peanut M&M. It's, I not, dare po- you. it's not possible. It's, it's not possible. So the trends are that, you know, the, the edibles are, are getting better each and every month, each and every year with every product. They taste better. The science behind them is improving the yeah. quality of the distillate that we're using is much better. It's resembling, like I said before, it's resembling mature markets. The taste profiles, people are, are food savvy these days and they want their, their edibles and their food to reflect those same tastes that you see in mainstream, you know, in the mainstream. They want, they don't want to see the grape ape anymore. They want to see, you know, flavors like hibiscus and lime. You have to follow what the taste trends are doing. And I, you know, functional. Follow the broader um, market. Follow the broader market. They're choosing low dose products designed to address specific needs, you know, such as sleep, increased energy, relaxation. And, you know, I consider those functional, a functional edible product. They're doing more for you than interjecting cannabis. Yeah, and, and I, I am fond of saying that I, I don't believe cannabis cures your ills. But what I do believe is that cannabis helps you take your mind out of what's ailing you or what's causing you problems. I'm not a doctor, but that's how it's been for me. And I think edibles really, especially low dose and ramping up as you need or you see fit, that's the way for the future. And it's the way things are going to go for sure. I mean, it's amazing. Now, let's talk a little about where we met. We met it in Fusion Factory in Sacramento, a bunch of great guys up there who do wonderful work. You did mm-hmm. amazing work. You've gone on to m- m- merge into a new uh, kind of aspect of your career and getting it out there and really pushing for the Christy Fisher brand with Culinary Solutions, right? I mean, that's what it's all about in today's day, day and age, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Brand, brand, yes, brand. I'm, I've been... Yeah, absolutely. So I've been I've been working with um, fantastic brands in the in the California market. Number one, Shuggies. You guys have been yeah. fantastic. Thank you. You know, and I'm, and working with some smaller brands. Uh, you know, in Central Coast and Southern California, and I'm enjoying it. Well, like good. You you cannot imagine. I never thought that I would be in the industry at this capacity, um, and I'm so blessed that I am. It's it's lovely to hear another person say because cannabis has given me a new freedom in my life and it's taken me a new direction with my life and I could not be happier at this point. I think I, you share that feeling because every time I see you, you've got a smile on your face and you're passionate about what you do and that is um, so important, you know, and I, if young people are listening to this, um, follow your passion. It's not just a saying, it's a real thing. Don't waste your life doing something you don't want to do. If you have something, whether it's cannabis or something else and you want to pursue it, please try, 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 try. As um, I think it's Jimmy, was it Jimmy Cliff or Peter Tosh? Is that you can try and try and try, you know, keep it, keep going. So we're going to go into the break here and we're going to come back and I'm going to talk about um, the future of cannabis and Mm -hmm. where we think this thing is going to go nationally And then we'll wrap it up with a humorous story. 
from Christy. Hopefully she came up with one after we talked. Maybe not. We'll just talk about things in general. But we're going to come back in about two or three minutes here. And this is Latham Woodward, and this is Days and Infused with Christy Fisher of Culinary Solutions. We'll be right back. We'll be back to Crave Your Sweet Tooth with more Dazed and Infused right after this. Doc Rob, the concierge for better living. My guests say Razzie Berry. We're talking about nature, naturopathic medicine, as well as the concept of prevention and preventing disease. Empower people to live a naturopathic lifestyle. Get to know your body, understand its rhythms, remove toxins, and use natural alternatives whenever possible. 90 to 95% of cancers are due to environment and lifestyle risk factors. I mean, that's a huge number. That means that cancer is preventable. The concierge for better living with Doc Rob. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Himping, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Hi, it's Angela Ardolino with It's a Dog's Life, and I have Hernanda Umana joining me. We're just both so fascinated with how much we've learned since we've been in this pet industry and creating an all-natural product. Because it's a dog's life. I am a huge fan of my guest today, Dr. Bob Goldstein. I have, in my experience, not seen many natural substances produce the results that CBD is producing in the animals that we are testing on. It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. How sweet it is. Dazed and Infused is back, only on CannabisRadio.com. And we're back with Christy Fisher here on Dazed and Infused. Uh, again, remotely broadcasting from the California desert in Palm Springs. Uh, Chrissy, let's talk about the future of cannabis and where you think, um, you know, make an educated guess about edibles. I mean, I know we're talking about generalities, like this is going to be a grocery store full of stuff, but what are the, what are the things that you see are happening in, in the world and how it reflects in dispensaries and what dispensaries are going to become? Do you have an um, overt opinion on that? Well, I uh, I definitely believe that the the edibles and beverage market are going to surpass well may not surpass flower, but it is on the rise. Yeah. Uh, you know they've already doubled their share of the market, and is is expected to grow um, up until twenty you know almost triple quadruple the market mm-hmm. share. Yeah. Um, this year, you know, the Specialty Food Association even named cannabis edibles. And beverages, the food trend of the year. So edibles are going mainstream. Mainstreaming is a word in our new lexicon uh, of words. It's just uh, mainstream is is it. And getting, you know, the the world 
used to cannabis so that we can spread our wings and get to other states. You know, that's, I think, the messaging that really has to be given to the people out there. Because cannabis is for the people, right? Cannabis is not for a subset. It's not for a subset of a subset. It's for everybody. And I firmly believe that that's where cannabis is going to go everywhere. And it's for everybody. You know, you have, you have the boom, the CBD boom. You have the THC boom. Um, it's been absolutely historic in both, you know, in both uh, veins of the cannabis market. I think that we're going to see a lot more innovation as far as the products that are out there. It's, you know, it's not just going to be the brownie, the cookie, the gummy, the gummy is going to continually improve. Or the um, chocolates. By Boy, I can't stand seeing chocolates. more chocolates. Oh my God, they drive me crazy. What's, I know, I know. But there are a lot and they're just going to improve in taste and flavor. Um, they're going to be a little bit more complex. And like I said earlier, you're going to see the products ha- cross over in functionality. So you're going to see CoQ10s and, you know, other supplements added to these cannabis, you know, products that are going to be a benefit to the consumer in, in more ways than one. Well, let's hope the California Department I, of Public Health allows a lot of that stuff, too, because there's certain things that absolutely. They're, not, they're not allowing. Anybody thinking. Yeah. Anybody thinking that you can just put anything in, into your into your product is you got to check the regs. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. So what do you think about something like in terms of mainstreaming someone like um, Arizona T who made a very public announcement about them combining and getting into the THC business? I mean, that was to me, especially on my end of the business, um, that was a really big watershed moment um, hearing Mm -hmm. a mainstream company has decided, yeah, this is real. Now, we've all heard the rumors about Philip Morris and whoever else is on the sidelines, Sharon Plow or who, whoever these pharma companies are, that they're buying land in Humboldt and other places. I don't know if any of that's true. Perhaps it is. But to see someone like Arizona step up and say, yeah, this is real. This isn't fake. This is the new, the new normal. I think that was a big. And we want in. Yeah, I think um, that's a powerful statement. And um I think Arizona has a big following kind of in the stoner crowd too. So, you know, it does wet your whistle. So it's a big, big, Well, it, it makes sense. It, it makes sense. And I think that they're not they're They may, you know, they may even be, they may have been the first to really make, to take that first step forward, but they're certainly not going to be the last. And wow. I think we're going to see some bigger players getting into the market. You know, they may, they may step out in the CBD space, first yeah kind of get their get their feet wet test the market test how you know consumers are going to react to the products um you know and then who knows you know maybe do the crossover let's talk about that too because you and i have dealt a lot in the testing arena cat one two and three and uh, you know california got harder and harder and harder there's there's uh i guess a rumor going around that it's going to step up maybe again and um well, how do you feel about these CBD products that are out there with absolutely no COA or anything on them and no data, no testing? It's kind of scary, isn't it? To, should, it, should it, drives consumers, it drives me insane too, but should consumers be concerned about this? Absolutely. Um, you know, there's two schools of thought where we all bitch and complain and moan about regulation in California and how, how much 
stricter it's been, especially when you compare it to other states. Mm-hmm. I, ha- I have to be honest with you, the regulations of, of the seed to sale and, and knowing where your product comes from is so important because modern technology and how we're putting together these products, if you yeah. don't have COAs and you don't know where your, your origination material comes from, you know, we're using things like micro emulsions and nano emulsions in the food world. And those things minimize particulates so that distillate mixes with water. Right. But every time you nano size something and you're using an inferior product or something that doesn't have a COA, you're running the risk of putting toxins and heavy metals in a nano particulate size that gets into your bloodstream and then stores as toxins. Right. For so, the people, you know, for the people at home, uh, I'll just interject for a second. People at home who don't know a COA is, is this a certificate of authentication? No, it's, um, Oh, <laughs> analysis. Duh. A certificate yeah. of analysis. Okay. I'll, let's, let's pick it up and go a second. Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. So let's uh, break in there for a second and say for the people at home, a COA is a certificate of analysis that is accompanied on every um, metric transfer, metric being the state agency or state method of tracking a cannabis sales. Um, it accompanies every cannabis product. And unfortunately, the stuff in the CBD world and pure CBD from hemp is not tested for the most part. Now, I'm sure you're going to get haters out there say, oh, ours is, ours is, ours is. I know they are. A lot of them are. And I've met some really nice people in that side of the business. But as we've seen in the current um, scare with the vape pens and illegal vape pens, there's some bad, bad actors out there, just like in any industry. Um, your comments on that, Christy? Absolutely. I think that, uh, you know, like you said, there are some bad actors but there's a lot of good people trying to do the right thing. Right. And if we just, you know, if we keep going in that direction, the industry is going to just really take off and thrive. And that's what I want to see. Yeah. But you know, as far as, yeah, as far as, as far as Californian regulation, look, it's coming whether we like it or not. So we might as well, you know, embrace it and, and do it and do the, and, and do this industry correctly and, and, you know, create the products that we need or back that up. <laughs> yeah. And I think as we, we are California, right? We're the fifth largest economy in the world. We are the leaders and we should set the best example, um, not only for our country, but for the rest of the world going forward in terms of testing and in terms of authenticity, in terms of heart, soul, and passion like you have in your business. And, and hopefully you see it in our product Shuggies out there. Um, a sensible approach is what we've always aspired to here. And our parent corporation of Shuggies is called Sense Distribution. And when we founded it, we thought about sensible products for the masses and how we bring cannabis to the masses. And I think that's the hardest thing uh, in the past, but it's getting easier by the day. And I think products that I am involved with, that Chrissy is involved with, bring cannabis to the masses so that, you know, your grandmas, your grandpas, your dad, your mom, people who are afraid of it can try it and God forbid they don't get, you know, they've got to get off of those, you know, pile of drugs they get from their doctors and their pharma groups. I'm, I'm stunned to hear what old people sometimes ingest in a day. It, it can't be good for you at all. So we're going to go into the break. It's, you go ahead, Chrissy. No, no, no. It's just, it's, it's staggering the amount of opioids and 
pharmaceuticals that people are taking these days. Without question. And it's, without, question. Just, without question. And I just don't think it's necessary. No. So we're going to go into the break. And when we get back, we're just going to talk about um, upbringing uh, in here in California and meaning, uh, well, you know, high school and that kind of fun things with cannabis and the world of Los Angeles area and NorCal. So we'll be back in a couple minutes. This is Days and Confused, and we're here with Christy Fisher of Culinary Solutions and excited to come back and hear about early tales in the cannabis world. We'll be back to Crave Your Sweet Tooth with more Dazed and Infused right after this. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA free and lead free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 gardens garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with the Plant Profits. Welcome to another episode of Plant Profits. I am Bert Miller, your host. As you guys know, the purpose of this show is to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. Plant Profits, only on CannabisRadio.com. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. How sweet it is. Dazed and Infused is back only on CannabisRadio.com. And we're back with Christy Fisher. This is Days and Infused. I'm your host, Latham Woodward. And uh, as we finish up our final segment here, we're just going to talk about the old days in California because uh, Christy and I are both Californians and uh, native Californians and both went to high school here. Back in the old kind of uh, fast times of Richmond High times. And um, Christy, you grew up down in the Newport Beach area. Is that correct? Like in the, the, the beach community? Yes, I did. Lucky to have grown up there. Wonderful yeah. beach community. Yeah. And what was it like? In those, did you hang with the surf community and uh, was cannabis around there? I mean, Acapulco Gold, does that bring any memories back? That does, that does ring a bell. <laughs> yes. Everybody, uh, every, you know, there was a lot of people, you know, when I was younger that, that smoked, uh, that loved to smoke, smoked cannabis regularly, you know, 
it, it's not as strong as the weed of today. And, and I'm sure as I entered into participating in cannabis at, at that age, I'm sure I was sold uh, more bags of oregano at, at a younger age than uh, I'd care to admit. But uh, yeah. Everybody's older brother was growing it in Hawaii or in Mexico and Cabo and bringing it up. Oh yeah, you know. Did you do uh, Mm -hmm. remember uh, Panama Red? And there was that Panama Red, and then Maui sticks. Do you ever see the Maui sticks floating around here in California? That was a big thing for a little while. That was a big thing, and you know, I think there were more um, uh, folklore. (laughs) <laughs> yeah about what at, it was at my yeah. age in high school but we knew that they existed and and you know the lucky few that actually got their hay you know they would so yeah and a little bit more disposable cash that she could pull something out every once in a while for a party well let me relate a story about maui six back in like uh, 1982 i think it was um i live in northern california marin county and uh a boat got swamped there off of bolinas off of duxbury reef and so all of us uh, guys who were surfing a lot, we would go out there and bales started to wash up on the beach of these things. And that's a true story. This really happened. The rangers got onto them quick. They, you know, the uh, Northern Cal Rangers and they, they got most of them, but a lot of that stuff slid through. Um, that was a fun time, different. Uh, back, back then it was super illicit, you know, and, and people were just, always getting into trouble for something with regard to weed. But I do remember, unless you were trafficking a lot back then, police were sensitive to the reality that it's, it's very prevalent. And a lot of people got hand slapped on the hands. Some people did hard time though. That's bad, bad thing back, back in the eighties. But um, mm-hmm. thankfully, thankfully a lot of equity programs have started now to, you know, especially for people of color who were um, unevenly prosecuted prosecuted and I mean that for cannabis crimes and thank God some of them are getting out of jail now finally but um, thank God yeah it's ridiculous what happened in this country and well at least in California you had a chance if you were in Alabama or Mississippi yeah goodbye you know that kind of stuff just still irks me so um, with yeah it is but hopefully being rectified now Um, as far as new things and what I'm seeing out there I think we're going to be seeing more products like um, drinks, um, for instance, and the coffee drinks, as I mentioned earlier, they seem to be really taking off. And is it just because coffee is easy to can? I know I've had um, Buddha Bean, Mark Nari here on the show before. Uh, he's a great mm-hmm. story and a great product. And they, they love that um, low roast bean, you know, that it's kind of a millennial roast, I would call it. Um, more, I, I don't really know, more flavor profile. What, do you like that kind of coffee or is it your, is your, your bag or what do you like? You know, I do. Um, I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a French and, and dark roast uh, kind of gal, but school, I, right. you know, I'm old school. The, uh, the, the cannabis just actually works really well with the coffee and teas and it, it just, it kind of lends itself to this kind of an incredible euphoric feeling like you get stuff done yeah. but you're highly focused yeah now, is <laughs> you that, know, but you're just chill about it is the bond because you know there's a lot of esoteric things you could say it's because it's natural and all that but do you feel it's a bond on the oils because THC bonds better in the oil profile in terms of molecularly is that you know not to nerd out on this but is that kind of where you think it has a better kind of symbiotic relationship to other like coffee and tea 
Yeah, there's natural oils that are obviously found in um, in coffees and teas and the flavonoids, but it, it seems to mask any kind of off-putting flavors. Right. So, you know, and, and it just is so delicious. You know, we had a couple of iced teas that we made that were just unbelievable. And there's, you know, there's other things. There's fruit juices that are coming online. I'm really excited to see what people are able to do. You know, it's long gone as the heavy fat, heavy sugar, lots of, you know, fake artificial flavor to mask the cannabis taste. And and they're making improvements in those flavor profiles that are just astounding. I'm so impressed with what some of these brands are coming up with. Oh, yeah. And you've tried the edibles from like Jeff the Jeff, Jeff, the 420 chef, right? And his way to Correct. get yes. rid of Fabulous. this, this uh, the flavor of cannabis, you know, that can be off-putting, especially when it's um, caramelized. He got rid of that. I mean, things, it's just incredible. I mean, it really is. I mean, what he's been able to do is just insane. Yeah. I, I'm so excited to see what he can do next. He consistently gets good shout outs on this show. So Jeff, next time I see you drinks are on you. Chrissy, I want to ask you about um, where can people get in touch with you? Because your services are very much needed here in this state at this very big growth period. So how can someone get in touch with Christy Fisher and Culinary Solutions? Just give me a, give me an email, shoot me an email at Christy at Culinary Solutions CO.com. So that's K-R-I-S-T-Y at Culinary Solutions CO for company.com. That's great. And I'm sure you're, you're very much needed in this state. Uh, your level of professionalism, your level of quality, and the goods you deliver are incredible. So, Christy, I want to thank you very much for joining us tonight on Days and Infused. Once again, that was Christy Fisher from Culinary Solutions. And uh, give her a ring or rather drop her an email and she can help you out with your new products in the edible field. So, once again, please visit us at shuggies.com. That's S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S.com. Or if you need any information, you can email us at info at shuggies.com. Thanks again. And you have a great evening. Christy, thanks so much. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.